Yo, it's your boy H2O. Welcome back to another episode of the New Balance Podcast. Man, it's your potential condition, and I'm so glad to be with you on today. And yes, indeed, we have another one in the building. Oh, man, um, so many things have been going on. And as you know, we're getting closer and closer to our big event, the Hope Symposium 2021 in East Texas. Man, we're like six days away, and I cannot wait to be there in East Texas with you. But for now, I have a special guest in the building, none other than my main man, Bailey Moore, New Balance Podcast. Show Bailey some love. What's good, Bailey? Hey, what's up? What's up? How you been? Oh, man, it's so good, man, um, to be with you on today. Life is good, right? And... Um, I'm so glad that um, you chose to come get on with me. Um, for my audience, uh, I met Bailey basically a week ago, right? It's been a week. Uh, yeah. Bailey and I were part of a, um, a phenomenal uh, book expo last week. Um, um, he's an author. Um, I'm an author. So it was, a, it was an event for authors and entrepreneurs and um nonprofit organizations. It's, it was just a great event. It was a great time to connect and, um, and to network. And uh, I, had a, I had an awesome opportunity to meet Bailey and his mom. Shout out to moms. Thank you for allowing Bailey and your family, you know, to allow you to be on the podcast today. We had a great time. And um, in meeting you, um, and there were just so many things that stood out to me about you. And I was like, man, I got to have this guy come on. I thought that it would be such a blessing, not only to my younger viewers who watch it, but also to their parents. Um, many times uh, parents have the awesome responsibility of not only raising their children, but also helping them find out what their niche is in life. And um, my man Bailey here is 13 years old. And at 13, I'm telling you, he has definitely found his niche. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to add a bunch of more niches to the ones that he has now. So, um, Bailey, man, uh, tell us what's been going on with you. Um, you know, like I said, it was seven days ago. It doesn't seem like it, but um, yeah. what's been going on with you, man? Well, um, let me introduce myself first. You know, my name is Bailey, of course. I'm 13 years old. I'm an author and a motivational speaker. I self-published three books, and I, yep, I have my own publishing company, BMRU Publishing. And I've, I've been pretty good. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Oh. Incredible. I don't know if you heard. He says he's 13 years old, and he already has his own publishing company. Let's go, Bailey. Yes. Yes, man. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so many uh, questions, so many places. Um, I want to jump in with you. I think, I guess I'll just start off with you as an author. Uh, like I said, last week, that's why we were there. Yeah. Um, and I had a chance to come over to your table and um, I purchased your books and um, I haven't had a chance to read all of them yet, Bailey, but um, the one I started with and we'll talk about a little later is Jerry's Game. And um, that's, even though I'm going to read the other ones, I can almost tell you, uh, that one's going to be my favorite read just because of uh, the purpose and the reason behind it. And uh, when we think about our community and we think about Black men, man, it's so uplifting and it's so encouraging to see. So um, 
talk to me, Bailey, about your your um, inspiration to write these books. Well, my inspiration was well, many people actually, but I guess it all started with one of the people, like um, one of the counselors that worked at my school. Okay. See, at the time, um, my parents had divorced, and I was just I was acting up in school because I didn't know how to control my anger. That's yeah. where all my anger was going to. But he was there just to kind of calm me down, teach me how to handle my anger. And wow. one of those, yeah, one of those things was writing. So that's how I got into writing. And then also my grandfather, he was also one of the main people that just inspired me to write my book. And so my first book was actually based off, you know, of that experience with my parents divorcing and how I was acting at school. That's incredible, baby. That is so incredible. I want to share something with you now. Obviously, you and I talked at the book expo and um but we have something we share something in common you know my parents um they were divorced around the same age um i was the same age or actually younger uh, when my parents divorced and just like you man i had so many emotional things going on and so much anger one of the one key things that kept me rooted and grounded was when we when my parents got a divorce my mom moved back home and we lived with my grandparents. And my grandfather was there to quiet the storm. So when you said that, I had to stop wow. and interject that, man. <laughs> now, we wow. didn't, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. But we, our stories so far, it just is so similar. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and finish talking about that. I think that's so powerful. Um, well, um, yeah, see, after I published my first book, it just kind of just kept going on. Um, just me writing about, you know, experience I've had, but uh, also another reason why I wrote my books is just because there are many other kids out there, even adults that have probably been in, sa in the same situation as me, and they don't have the people to kind of talk to them or to help them with the situation. So I kind of felt like that my books may, you know, be helpful to them, may get them through that situation. Absolutely. That's my story, my inspiration. Right That's book. your story, your inspiration, yeah. and which leads right into what drives you to do what you do, right? So not only was the writing was, you know, for those who don't know, writing, it was your therapy, so to speak, right? Yeah. It's your therapy. And, um, you know, one of the things uh, when it comes to getting therapy, what you realize is, oh, my God, man, this is such a blessing to me. This has helped me so much. The next thing that comes out of it is I want to help other people get this, the thing that I'm experiencing, right? And so it drives you. That's why I ask you, like, what's your inspiration? What drives you? But obviously coming out of those situations, man, I'm telling you, it's nothing like being in a perishing predicament that, that causes you to look within yourself, like to find out, like, what help do I have within to pull me out of the situation you know, that I'm dealing with. And um, I talk about coaching all the time. And one of my, one of our businesses in our personal development, we understand that in life, everybody has to have a coach. And I'm not talking about sports now. I'm talking about just in life. Um, could you talk a little bit about your grandfather in terms of, you talked about how he was there for you during that tough time. Talk a little bit about him and, um, you know, how he helped you uh, navigate you through that tough time. 
Okay, so um, here's the funny thing about my grandfather. Yeah. I lived in Houston. My grandfather lived in Oakland, California. Oh, and wow. So, so apparently he didn't want to just, you know, call me up real quick. He wanted to do it old school style. And so we would send letters to each other. So that's right. how I got into writing. You know, it was just, it was, it was real funny when you think about it. And so I would just be sending letters back and forth, back and forth. And so um, it was just fun to me. You know, that was your, like you said, that was my therapy. And also I just enjoyed it. And that's how yeah. I kind of got into writing. You know, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just letters anymore. I would be filling up notebooks just full of stories or stuff that would just pop up in my head. All my thoughts, all my imaginations, everything would just be put on paper. So wow. I feel like my grandfather was just very, very um, inspiration. To my he life. definitely like, was. You know, he, your grandfather is what I would consider and who I would call a coach. You know, uh, Bailey, when I think about our situation, man, you, when you look at our community, you're looking at a number like 57% of young men in our community have a story similar to you and mine. And so think about the young men who didn't have a grandfather like you and me or have someone to help them pull all that hurt, that pain and negativity and put it into something positive. So I think like being an author, being an entrepreneur, uh, being a motivational speaker, all of those things are important when you talk about being um, a leader, right? Uh, One of the things, uh, the terms that I'm being is a potential conditioner. Um, All of us have potential, right? And just through the simplicity of writing his grandson letters, little did you know, that it would lead you to becoming this entrepreneur, this 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 author, this motivational speaking. So you know, uh, it's I you just... know, like it's crazy because um, I just came back from a speaking event at a church just a couple hours ago, and my okay. speech topic was about handling hard times. And right. so in my speech, I was kind of explaining how you know how um the divorce and just getting bullied and all the stuff that has happened to me kind of impacted me. But I use that and the people around me have helped me, you know, to turn those hard times into books. That's crazy. That's, that's exactly what I just talked about today. At a Incredible. Church. Hey man, it's, Hey, this, this may be a, this may be a divine hookup, Bailey. You know, we, we have <laughs> all these things in common and, um, you know, you definitely, you definitely impressed me. Uh, my son was with me. Uh, my daughter was with me and they were very impressed as well. You know, when they found out that you were 13, you know, um, I'm teaching them entrepreneurship. I'm teaching them how to be leaders now. And, you know, they have their own businesses and it really encouraged them to see like, wow, he's 13 and man, he ain't waiting on anything. And then obviously the biggest part of it is, you know, um, none of it's possible without the support. And man, your mom, bro, listen, your mom was right there, you know, supporting you. And um, I'm telling you, when we look at what we have, I know sometimes we're living in some tough times, right? Um, we could begin to list all the, the things that are, aren't going so well in life. And, you know, people are dying, losing their lives. It's a lot of bad things going on. But I'm always persuaded to try to see the glass half full versus it being half empty. And what I mean by that, sometimes you have to stop um, and look at the things that are going good. So when I saw you there and then I saw your mom, she was at your table. 
She was off to the side. She was letting you handle it. You know, that told me so many things about you, even though you're 13 is like, man, first of all, he's mature enough, right? You know, he can handle it. He's focused, you know, and I think um, many times in a generation, you know, a lot of kids, they want responsibility, but you can't have responsibility, right? Without the weight that goes along with it. And so um, if you could talk just for a minute about um, how it makes you feel um, to have your mom support, first of all, and then just her just to believe in your dream and um, to her just to push you to do the things that are in your heart. You know, talk a little bit about that because we know it's not the case in every home, but in this case it is in yours and we see you shining and I just, I just love it. I think we need to talk about it. I hope um, the viewers that are watching this, I hope they share this podcast. I hope they sit down with their kids and watch it because I really believe it can be something that's so inspirational that'll turn either you around or if you're looking for a focus, it can help you focus in the right direction. Yeah, my mom, she's always been there for me. It's just, she, she was probably one of the main reasons why I started my business. She was a big help. I mean, like when I told her that I was like, oh, hey, mom, I wanted to be an author. She went straight to looking up, you know, how do I become an author? What do I do? What people do I need to meet? What, you know, how do I publish my book? You know, she's always been there to support me. In the first couple of years when I started my business, of course, she was always right there making yeah. sure just, you know, I had my stuff straight that I was growing, you know, in my business. She, right. She my social media, everything. She just made sure so that I get out there. She's my number one fan. She likes Absolutely. to call herself, you know, a momager with like a mom slash manager, I guess. So, I love it. Yeah, she's, yeah, I love she's, it. She's always been there. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. You know, um, we're talking about you as an author. And, uh, you know, just for those, I'm not front. We have Jerry's Game, which is the book I've read, Incredible Writing. We have Jerry Plays Sports. I'm definitely going to get to these. And then we have Mr. Archie is Missing. So this young man... Listen, I know um, I know you can play ball and catch touchdowns, and I'm not against it because I play ball, play ball in college, all that. But I'm telling you, some young person, some parent watching this, maybe your child is an author. Maybe your child um, has a technical mind. Maybe your child is an engineer. Um, there are some other things inside of us other than just putting the ball through the hoop and scoring touchdowns and dancing all over the stage. Once again, no hate, no disrespect to that, right? If you have that gift, God bless you and make it work for you. But I do know there are some other opportunities for us. So I kind of want to fast forward to this book right here, man. Jerry's Game. Man, when I, before I read it, when I opened the book and I saw the picture of your game, I mean, I was fighting tears back, man. I believe in our communities, if we had more of these type of games, I believe it is the answer to a lot of the problems that we see in our families and our community. When I saw all of those Black men around you, right, each one of them unique in their self, each one of them bringing something unique 
into your life. And um, even the young man, who's the, who's the young man in the picture with you? Oh, that's my best friend, Jake. That's your best friend. Jake. But he's part of the gang, though. He's part of the gang. He's part of the gang, right? And so, like, talk- uh, yeah, you know, who's also another impact, a very. He also made impact. Talk about it. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about your friend. Um, Jalen, man, I, um, like right before, I believe I was in, no, right before kindergarten, right before I was going to kindergarten, that was during the time when my parents had first divorced. Okay. And so before, it was during the summer before school started, I went to a daycare and I was just, you know, of course I didn't want to leave my mom. I was crying. I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And Jalen was just there to kind of just lead me around, teach me how to do certain stuff. He was my best friend. We were friends instantly, just like that. Okay. And um, soon, you know, my, their mothers, my, my mom, their, his mom, you know, they kind of became best friends as well. And we've been just growing up with each other. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's my first friend. He's, we've made a lot of memories together. Incredible. Incredible. Hey, I know what you're talking about, man. I have some friends in my life that have had that same impact. Um, when I look at this, man, like I think about all the things at 13, I think about all the things that you could have written about. You talk about all your, all of these coaches, coaching. I use the term coach. All it means is mentor. That's it. And if, if it's, if it's not a coach, if it's not a mentor, it's your grandfather, it's an uncle, it's the school counselor, it's the bus driver. It's Mr. Willie who cleans up the park. It's whomever um, uh, God said that, you know, he would be a father to the fatherless. And I struggled so many years, Bailey, um, not having my father be a part of my life. Um, It wasn't until my adult years that I got the revelation that, man, God was, he was my father. And he had been taking care of me all along. But not only that, even though my father couldn't be there and wasn't there, God raised up surrogate fathers or surrogate mentors or surrogate um, men who would be in my life to help me. So when I saw, I look at this picture, I think this is such a fly picture. I think this picture right here, man, this has to be a mural or something, man. You got to get this on canvas and put it up somewhere in your crib. It's so fly, right? And um, when you think, I want, I want to hear from you when you think about um, some of the things that aren't, you know, that aren't so good in our community. Uh, when you turn on the television and you see some of the things that, that just make your heart go wow in our community. Tell me how having this type of game can impact those negative things and help turn those negative things into positive things. Well, man, just I want to first speak on like um, you said how you just turn on the news and you see so much stuff going on. No, I'm I'm not even lying to you. Every single time I turn on the news, it's another black man shot or another black man going to jail or something happening to another black man or woman. Right. And you know that's why my mentors are there. They are either there to protect me from those things or they're there to teach me how to not get in those situations. Absolutely. So, yeah, this is. My mentors play a huge part in my life. They play, you know, a certain role in every single part of my life. Absolutely. And I'll tell you a role that they're playing in your life, and you may know it or you may not know it, but 
them being in your life and having the impact, they, their impact has catapulted you to become a mentor, Bailey. So now, um, young men, older men, whomever, um, you know, there's a huge age difference between you and me, but just meeting you, you had impact in my life. You had impact in my life. So I was like, man, I have to know more about this young man. I have to know uh, more about what he's doing in life. I was like, I want to be a part of what he's doing. I think what he's doing is so important. And I'm a firm believer in passing the baton and also getting behind you guys and pushing you to be the best that you can be, right? And um, I'm just really, really impressed um, to see a 13-year-old with the, just with the, the wherewithal and the mindset to say, look, this is something that I have to write about, right? right. And um, I'm just blown away about it. Mentorship is a big part of my life. It's, um, I've been doing mentorship in the community and with young men for the last, um, I would say, 25 years. It's really, really even before then, but on purpose, purpose, the last 25 years is very near and dear to my heart. And um, I just think this is so cool. So um, I know normally Barry, uh, Bailey, not Barry, but Bailey, we would do this at the end, but I feel just led to do it now. Um, tell everybody where they can go get these books. Where can they, where can they follow you at? Give them your information. Well, you can, um, if you want to purchase my books or you want to see, you know, what I've done or where my, like, where events I've been to, you can go to my website, www.businessymore.com. I also have Instagram and Facebook. That's Be More You Publishing. You know, Be More You, you know, my name. And um, you can also get my books on Amazon as well. Absolutely. Listen, I endorse it. I endorse it. Listen, if you're following, go out. Um, be a blessing to this young man. I promise you, if you purchase these books, um, your life is definitely going to be the better. And listen, if you have a young man in your house, young lady in your house, I'm encouraging you to go out and get it and let them follow this young man. Let's give our, let's give our generation, generation some positivity, um, some positive role models to follow. You know, Bailey, sometimes um, when you have a message, a lot of times it's easy to get the message out to people who either are like you um, or have um, identified with your struggle or the thing that you've been through. I wanted to ask you a question. What is your mindset or what is your take on getting the message out in places that are unfamiliar, right? Meaning, let's just say, um, what's a good example? Let's just say if you go to public school, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that the environment at public school is different than the environment at private school, right? So if, if you were speaking at a public school, right? And then you had the opportunity to go speak at a private school, does your message change? You know, does, what is your outlook on how to be in that different environment? And, I'm a, and I'll tell you where I'm going with this here in a minute. Does that make sense or or did I? Yeah, so. So like, you know, just how can I get the message across in different environments? Yeah, to, uh, yeah. Well, 
Well, it just all depends on what I'm speaking on. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get the same message across no matter public school or private school. Okay. But I guess I could say it's just kind of just kind of how I say it. It just like you can turn the worst thing like ever into something positive or, yes. you know, it sounds different to someone, you know, it'll impact them in a different way. So I, I guess that's how I usually get my message across. Like I'll have the same speech. I'll go to a public school, say one, say, say like, say like that there, and then go to a private school, just say it in a different way based on what they're going through. Because most likely the people that want me to come speak will tell me like about the students there. Absolutely. So like, okay, let me switch it up a little bit and say my speech there. That's how I kind of get my messages across. Perfect. Perfect answer. I asked you that question that way, and I wanted to hear your response. Many times from the adult side, saying it is one thing, but when you hear it from one of your own peers, the purpose is this. That's, it's all about... That it's, too. <laughs> it's, it's, all about, it's all about you being your authentic self no matter what. See, your environment... The environment that you put in, what you have is needed for the environment, right? So think of it this way. Think of it this way. If you, if you go down to Galveston, right, to go fishing, there are all different types of fish in the water, right? You are the fisherman, right? You're the one that puts the bait on the hook. You throw the bait out in the water to fish for the fish, Right? You don't, you don't take the bait, right? And then you don't ask the bait, how do, where do I throw you? You put the bait on as the fisherman and you throw the bait where you want it to go and then you fish. What I'm saying is I love um, how um, we do what we do, right? Meaning the opportunity that we have like we're talking here on this podcast, this is a different platform than what we were last week at the Book Expo, right? But I'm getting the same experience from Bailey that I got last Saturday, right? If that makes sense. And why, the reason why I'm sharing it is I want to encourage your generation um, just to be your authentic self, right? When you go out where you are, carry yourself with class, carry yourself with dignity, be confident in who you are, and then be confident in what you have, right? Um, I was with um, a younger a younger gentleman. Um, he's, he's a little bit older than you. And I told him I wanted to share our conversation on the podcast today. And he's, he's doing something similar to you. He's a motivational speaker. And he's struggling with um, the opportunities that he's having to go out and speak. And his struggle is this. He believes that he needs to be um, all of these different types of motivational speaker when he goes to the different places. And I encourage him in this, that the opportunities that you have, who you are has yielded those opportunities. So it doesn't matter where you go, just be your authentic self, because that's at the end of the day, that's what's going to touch. That's what's going to change people. And so um, when I saw you there, I was why after I met you, 
I, I sit back and I just watch. I watch how you work the room. I watch how you were with all the different people that was coming to your table. And I was like, look, see, he either he's seen it, somebody's taught him, or he's learning it. Like, this is who I am. This is what you get. It's, it's no such thing as like camera actions. Like, this is who I am. This is what you're going to get. And many times um, you see it. Um, I don't like using the word fame with what we do, but unfortunately we live in a world where people put those labels on us, right? You're famous or, you know, you are a YouTube star, you're influencer. Um, when those labels come and those opportunities come, the maturity to be able to say, you know what, you know, that's very flattering. Thank you. But, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm bailing more. And, you know, the rooms that I'm in, these rooms, I got in these rooms because of who I am and how I am, right? Um, and I'm not going to change it up, right? So I just wanted to hear your, your perspective on it, you know, and you answered it, you nailed it. Um, I, think it's, I think it's important, you know, for us to have those type of um, conversations and why. My, my mentor told me this, that I was having a situation with my kids. My kids are older and it wasn't a struggle, but it was different because my kids are growing up in an era that's so much different than mine. And my mentor said, I think what you need to do is allow your kids to teach you. And when he said that, I was like, what? Let them teach me. But no, I'm not dad. I'm supposed to teach them. He's like, no. He said, yeah, you're right. But he said, they not only talk about it, but they live it, they experience it. So when they give you inside information, you need to learn because that information gives you, the information that they give you helps you to navigate when you have to deal with it. So what you just said from your perspective helps my generation when we have to deal with your perspective and how to, how to um, work together in harmony, if you will, right? And so you maybe, maybe you haven't experienced that, but I just think it's good um, for um, both adult and youth to have those type, of converse, those type of conversations. And I think those conversations can help move us forward in terms of us working together because you, you've heard the clear, you've heard it. I've even done it. It's like, hey, okay, young people, y'all chill out. You, you hadn't lived long enough. You don't know anything about life. Just listen to, just live, just listen to us all the time as we know everything. You know what I mean? And that's not true in terms of when you say learning, right? And so um, I, I thought it'd be good just to kind of talk about that on the podcast and talk about it with you on the podcast today. Because uh, so because I know in so many homes, that is a that's a that's a that's a hot topic, right? And and it's not necessarily negative, but I think when you don't have tools to help you express it on either side. You know, it's, it would be frustrating if you wanted to tell your mom something and you like, I, you necessarily don't have the words to, to tell her or explain to her. It's hard to. And this. Go ahead, right, interject, that, please. Yes, that right there is how a lot of stuff happens, like kids running away or doing stuff. Yes. Going out on the streets and doing stuff they're not supposed to do. Yes. Um, yes. I, I, like, I believe a couple weeks ago, I talked about this on my podcast. Incredible. We talking about how kids are not able to express themselves in their own homes because the parents mm. feel like 
they're right all the time. Bingo. Do this, do that. Bingo. Blah blah blah, yeah. and all of that. It is yeah. not saying that you're not supposed to. Not saying that you're not supposed to listen to your parents. Right. Because most of the time, you know, they have lived longer than you. You know, they know most of the stuff that you want to talk about. But sometimes parents just don't understand that kids have a different perspective on things. Oh, that for sure. Feelings. Yeah, they have different feelings and stuff like that. So they, if they don't have, if they can't talk to their own parents about how they feel, who else are they going to go to? Right. And, you know, you know. See, if I ever get in a situation like that, I have my mentors to go to. Bingo. That's I good. Go to talk to. But That's you know, right. most some kids don't have other mentors. They don't have people in their life except their parents. Right. right. You know, they can't. Yeah. It's just. That's good. A lot of stuff happens. That's good, Bailey. I appreciate you sharing that. I hope I did a good job of articulating that. I those were the thoughts, but I was trying to think of a way how I could share it on here. Um, because really this podcast, it's not, man, I can, if I had my choice, I would be, I would be doing something else, but I know this podcast is necessary. And one of the things we want to provide is just hope, man, hope and practical ways of how we can do things. And I know in homes, you know, it's a struggle there. Um, and I've had the struggle in my own home and I've had to take the new advice and implement it so I could get the results. So this is awesome, man. This is incredible. I, um, I want to ask you another question. If, um, if I were to ask you, how do you see yourself changing the world in the next three, five, in the next three to five years, what would your response be to that? How do you see yourself changing the world in the next three to five years? So by then oh, you would be, you would be um, a senior in high school by then, yeah. five years. So hopefully, I can change the world before three to five years. But awesome. In terms, you know, three to five years, I want to be able to use. I want to be able to use my books, my creativity, my imagination. I want to be able to do animations. I want to be able to make movies, plays. You know, kind of similar to my books. They always have a lesson or more that you can learn from that and apply it to your life so you can be yes. a better person, so you can do better, you can do better in certain things. That's kind of what I want to do in the world. Similar to Tyler Perry, you know, that's one of the main people I look up to. Incredible. And, uh, yes, I've watched tons of his movies and he has a lot of movies that have taught you certain things. Absolutely. That's kind of what I want to do. Got you. That's good. That's good. Well, that's what, what you, I see myself doing. That's what you see yourself doing. Oh, incredible. That's a oh, that's an incredible responsibility to to first have that platform. He has a world platform, right? And to be able to speak into the lives of people who can watch it through entertainment, right? And plays and music and acting. Um, just the multiple ways that he does it. I think is a powerful, powerful tool. Um, you know, I'm I'm a person of faith, and I do. I'm a firm believer in having the gospel in different formats that we may be able to be a blessing to people. Um, when I look at the word, um, it encourages us to go right, and in that go, we should be going with a message. The gospel means good news. It's the good news. I don't know about you. I love opening up emails that are, that have good news. 
I love getting phone calls that are good news. I love getting voice messages that are good news. I love it when my wife calls me, honey, I have good news. I love to hear my kids say, dad, I have great news. I love it when my boss says, hey, Harry, we have good news for you. Who doesn't like good news? Right. So whatever you do, why not let it be a vehicle for good news? Right. It's got, I mean, that's God's way. We should be bringing the good news. Now, I do understand sometimes bringing good news, it comes, it comes with some pain involved. Right. So if someone, hey, if someone says, hey, you go to the doctor and say, hey, we found out you have cancer. That's necessarily not good news. But the good news is, hey, we found it in time and we can remove the cancer. But you're going to have to go through this treatment. But after you go through this treatment and we remove it, hey, life is good. You see what I mean? So I think whatever you do, and that's why, if I remember correctly, the day um, at the book expo, um, I talk about it in a lot of different ways. But that day I was talking about the path. And I was encouraging everyone there who could hear me um, that even though you may have never authored a book or held an event like that one, whatever you do, you are an author. You can, you can, on the pages, on the canvas of your life, you can write things and live things that will help people and help move people forward. All of us, at the end of the day, we can do that, uh, Bailey, all of us. You know, I understand, I may not, I may not ever get a chance to be a Tyler Perry. I may not ever be a LeBron James and open a school or I may never be um, whomever you're, whomever you look up to or whomever you like. But just in my everyday life and the people that I have interaction with, I can be a canvas for those people. And on that canvas, it should be some good news to help move them forward in life. What do you think? How do you how do you feel about that? What do you what do you think in terms of just being the good news? And that's in essence, that's what you said by the things that you want to do. So it's kind of like turning a negative into a positive. Okay. And, you know, receiving good news, you know, it's just pretty good. You know, you want to, you, like you say, you always want to um, receive good news. And sometimes you do receive bad news, but it's also good that you receive that bad news so you can find a way to, to fix that. Mm, yes. So like, like you said, for example, the, you know, if you get, like the doctors tell you that you have cancer, that's, you know, that's, good news because you know they at least you found it in time so right. you can fix it you have the option to fix it right and there's also speaking stuff into existence mm. that's probably one of the key things i do that a lot because you can't be and you can't go around oh i want to be an author but then you're thinking in your head or you're saying oh man what can I write about? I don't have nothing good to write about. Wow. I can't inspire or motivate anybody. Mm. No, that's that's not good news at all. Because you you won't get good news at the end of it. Like at the end of it, you won't get good news. You're just going to end up filming. Wow. So, so you're... <laughs> wow, that's good. That's good, baby. So you're saying you are what you eat or what you say. Is that what right. you're telling me? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. If, if we could just remember that, right? We are what we eat. We are what we say. So now if, if, if I have 
what I say. So now my whole conversation has to change. Yeah. yeah if you keep on speaking stuff into existence, you're going to keep on getting good news in the end. That's how mm-hmm. I became an author. I didn't mm-hmm. say I wanted to be an author. It's like, you know what? I don't know what to write about. Oh, I'm too scared to write a book. I don't know how to sell my books or stuff. No, I spoke. I kept on speaking stuff into existence. And through that, I was able to work towards my goal. I was able to find out how to become an author. I was able to find out how to sell my books, how to write it, what I want to write about. And that's all good news. Yes, it is. That's what you want to hear. Also, you know, sometimes, you know. wait, also sometimes, like, this failure in general. I know, um, I remember this quote by, uh, I trying to remember his name, can't remember his name right now, but I know the quote is, he fall down seven, get back up eight. And so basically that's, temp- that's like saying that even when you fail, you learn from that, you become better, go back at it again, you get good news in the end. And mm. I can't remember. Denzel Washington. There we go. That's the guy. Okay. The words, what we say, man, what is what it's what we say. You know, you talked about being an Arthur. I never imagined in my life that I would be an Arthur, let alone, let alone have my own publishing company. Never. Yeah, I know. I didn't I've, I had I've met a no lot desire. of people. I had no yeah, I desire. I'm serious. No. <laughs> I know I've met a lot of people like when I was 13 years old, I was I was playing, I was on a video game. Oh, absolutely. I was playing with my friends. I was absolutely. just thinking about writing books. That's right. Yeah, I've heard, heard that absolutely. a lot. But you know what? When I wrote my I wrote the first book, I wrote it to my son for my son. After I wrote that book, my creativity. The ideas that begin to flow out of me is, is, I can't even begin to explain to you. It's like when I crack that shell, it has opened up so many other avenues for me in terms of the creativity of how I think, how I move, things that I want to do. And then not only that, it put me in a lane that I wasn't in. And because I'm in this lane, I have met so many people in this lane that has opened up so many other doors for me. So a lot of times you're looking to grow, be better, want to have better. But if you would take the initial thing, that could be a little scary or you, you may not even know if you can. But like you said, if you believe, you begin to confess it, begin to say it. When you begin to walk in it, you're going to realize that that particular thing opened up so many other doors to be able to have, be, and do other things. It's just incredible. And that's how God designed us. That's just how he designed us, man. So um, it's exciting talking to another, uh, you know, mind, you know, it's like, I see we're talking, but I see, you know, that mind is like, okay, yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm feeling that. So that's good. Yeah, That's good. I want to ask you, you've already kind of touched on too. um, You talked about your grandfather, and you also talked about your mom. Um, maybe name a couple more people who either have inspired you or inspire you right now. Well, you actually three. You said Tyler Perry, your grandfather, your mom. Talk about some other people who have inspired you or who are inspiring you right now. I would say everybody that I know. Everybody that I know, friends, family, 
fellow entrepreneurs, mentors, everybody that I know of you, because I'm not going to even lie to every single person that I have met or, or that I am that I still talk to. The reason why we still have a connection with each other, why we talk to each other, is because they have always they have given me some inspiration. They have mm. given me some advice or something, and then also me, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> inspired up by me because I see myself doing so many things that other adults or people are not doing. And I look back at myself, I've seen everything that I've done. I'm like, okay, what can I do better? Like what what can I do even more? See, I'm I'm starting to move, I'm gonna start moving from books to movies, books to plays. I'm starting to get into art and illustration. So I want to make animations. I want to animate my books. Yes. I'm starting yes. to get into poetry and stuff mm. like that. I'm, I'm upgrading. I'm, I'm yes. advancing. Yes, know, sir. That's, I'm, I'm an inspiration for myself. Incredible. You, you are the epitome of this podcast. That's why God gave me the name New Balance. It doesn't matter who you are in life. All of us are gonna find ourselves in need of a new balance. Now, when people hear that at, at when they first hear it, it's like, well, in need, in need of a new balance? Well, yeah, your mom's car that she has, doesn't matter how long she's had it, I promise you, if she continues to drive it, she's first gonna to have to get those tires rotated, right? But after a while, rotating them is not going to be enough because of the wear and tear of life. After a while, she's going to have to get a new pair. She's going to have to get a new set of tires. And when she gets those new set of tires, they can't just put them on there and then let her go. When they put the new tires on her car, those tires are going to have to be balanced. So in life, we're always going to have to have a new balance, no matter who we are. And I'm listening to you, all the different things that you want to do in each and every one of those areas, you're going to find yourself understanding and getting a new balance for that thing, right? Because this is not going to be that, right? Writing books and animation are not, they're not the same, but what's the same? The vehicle, you, you are. Writing books is one set of tires. Animation is another set of tires. Right. But what stays the same? You, the vehicle. Like, that's what got, hey, you are. But tires, you have to have tires to get from point A to point B, right? And so always remember, don't, when, when it's time for a new balance, you should get happy about it. Why? Because this meaning, this is an opportunity for me to go to the next level. It's time for me to maybe experience a destination I've never, uh, um, it's a destination that I've never been a place I've never seen, something I've never experienced. Because if you know anything about tires, they're tires that have different mileages. You can buy a set of tires that's only good for 30,000 miles. Okay, that's cool if you spend a lot of time in Texas. But if you decide you want to go to Cali, you know what I mean? They're going to be driving some back and forth. You might want to get you some 60,000 mile tires or some 80,000 due to the tread. So New Balance and uh, you know this whole podcast, I've been talking... Well, I haven't really necessarily been talking in terms of that, but I've been listening to you talk about all of these exciting things that you're going to, you know, experience and the things that you want to do. And um, I think it's really unique, um, you know, how you 
view and how you see the world at 13. And um, I just would always encourage you to keep the heart that you have. Um, that heart that you have, um, our world needs more young people with that type of heart who not only are just concerned about themselves, but they're concerned about the world that's around them. And, um, you know, man, this, this interview today has been incredible, um, Bailey. And like I said, um, share again how, where and how people can, can reach you, where they can go buy your books, um, how they can come to your next event, um, give the people the goods, man. They want to come. They want to come see you. Yeah. So of course you can purchase my books on www.baileyseymour.com. Also, you can order my books on Amazon, and also on my website you will see my past events, so you can kind of get a feel of what I do. Um, most of the time, I post what I'm like, um, what I'm about to do in the future or what I'm going to do that day on Instagram or Facebook. You know when I air my podcast, you know, every single, like, um, a week before we, me and the other host for the podcast, we always make like a video one week before to let you guys know that it's coming up, what we're going to do, who we're going to have on there. So, you know, if you were ever trying to find out where, when, or what I'm going to, like, what I'm going to do, it's going to be on Instagram, on Facebook, and that's going to be, be more you publishing. Um, if you're trying to contact me, then you can contact me on my um, at my email at be more you publishing at gmail.com awesome 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 well man listen i have um i have thoroughly enjoyed our time together today i wish we had a little more time on and uh, but i know this is not the last time um Trust me, it won't. Well, i won't be back on here with another book that's it that's it that's it we are um we're doing, as I was telling you, we have a, an event coming up uh, this coming this coming weekend, um, and we'll be doing the Hope Symposium in my hometown where I'm from. But we're gonna we'll be having a lot of symposiums right here in the in the city of Houston and outside the city of Houston. And one of the the symposium, symposiums that I'm wanting to do is I want to do a youth symposium, really. Um, and I want to do a a um, a gang youth symposium, if you would. And um, we we are thinking about um, kind of how we want to do it. Um, like I said, a big part of what I do is our mentorship and our personal development um, that we want um, to share with families and communities. And so, um, definitely, when we get ready to have that, I'm gonna reach out to you and. You know, we'll talk, man, and hopefully we can get together and partner and do some things, man. I would love to get you down yeah. here um, yeah. in the League City area and turn you loose, man. Um, I, I know for sure it would definitely be a blessing uh, to the next generation. Um, Bailey, is there any closing remarks, any closing words? You want to you want to drop some wisdom on us before we get out of here? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Well, I have a lot of things to say. Let's see. Boom. Right there. It just popped up in my mind. Well, I just want to say, follow your dreams. Be yourself. Because that right there, you have a lot of people putting negative thoughts inside your head, letting things get to you. That kind of stops you from doing what you want to do. 
And so once you get that out the way, once you overcome your hard times, keep pushing, work toward your dreams. Like, yes, you can speak tough stuff into existence, but you have to make sure that you actually do the work for it. So once you do that, boom, there you go. Your dream is accomplished. You're, you can to see an amazing view. You're succeeding. You're doing what you want to do. And there you go. You get, you know, you, you get good news. That's it, man. <laughs> there we go. It's the good news. That's right. It's the good news, man. Well, there you have it. You heard it. You heard it from Bailey himself, Mr. Moore. Um, like I said, man, it has been a blast being on with you. And uh, like I said, I hopefully we can do some future endeavors together. And um, I'm so grateful, man. So honored that you would come on the New Balance podcast. Hopefully it won't be your last time. And once again, shout out to moms. Moms, we appreciate you so, so much um, just to, um, to model um, what it looks like to believe in your kids and support your kids and be there for them. Um, that's phenomenal, right? And um, hey, as we always say here at the New Balance Podcast, is always strength for today, sustenance for tomorrow. And no matter who you are in life, all of us will find ourselves needing a new balance. Ah, there she is. <laughs> Shout out mom. Whoa. Hey, on this podcast, big ups to moms, right? Big ups to moms. You know what I mean? Um, where will we be? And I'm speaking specifically in the black community. Where will we be without mama, right? And so um, just the whole, the whole thing last week, um, I was telling my kids, I was like, hey, that young man over there, we got to, I'm going to ask his mom, can we have him on the New Balance podcast? And I just think he has so much um, going on for himself. And I believe he's definitely a light, not just for your generation, but also for my generations. Um, I tell young people all the time how important they are and that we need them, right? We need them to, to uh, succeed. I, we need them to thrive. Um, I'm not even here having a podcast, you know, if it's not for my great-grandparents, my grandparents, their sacrifice. You know, when you think about what they sacrificed for us and my great-grandparents, my grandfather, they don't know nothing about a podcast. They don't, they don't know anything about sitting in front of a computer or doing any, the internet the opportunities, the business opportunities that we have today is a direct result because somebody said, no, we're going to put something in place for those that are coming behind us. And so my promise, right, and my commitment to your generation, Bailey, is that we're going to put some things in place. So when you guys do cross over the bridge, you're going to have something to cross over to. That's our commitment to you, right? And so, mom, keep doing a great job. We appreciate you guys. And hey, to my new balance podcast, it's your boy, your potential conditioner, H2O. We'll see you when we see you. Peace.